John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Barry White in Japan. (laughs) The international comedy podcast. Sick edition. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a bit of a cold. Yeah, me too. Not because we've been kissing. (laughs) not not recently that'll come up in the burning question later the most rock and roll behavior (laughs) yeah (laughs) actually having this is probably the only time where having a cold is gonna come in useful for me because today i took the uh jlpt the japanese language proficiency proficiency test i can't even say it let alone pass (laughs) it (laughs) so and uh, yeah, it, it was tricky to say the least. So at least I've got my uh, inbuilt excuse now that I can <laughs> refer people to episode 43 of the podcast. I did in fact have a terrible cult. I remember doing it once during a World Cup. I did this summer one and that was just a complete waste of time. <laughs> but it, it wasn't a pass then. No, no, no. Uh, but annoyingly, I was I think I was 2% off a pass, which if I'd have been sober and uh, gone to bed early the night before... Could have been a different different story. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of doing uh what's called in our circle of friends uh Gav or uh, with the uh <laughs> with the uh, situation here. For the listeners who don't know what a Gav is, that's where you take the Japanese proficiency test and then you uh say that the <laughs> results never arrived at your house. <laughs> but you definitely passed. <laughs> I passed but I haven't seen the certificate. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'm not going to show you the certificate because I haven't got it. <laughs> but nowadays you can check just online, can't you? So, yeah, uh, you can. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's gone out the window. So you have to, you have to say the internet's broken as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's becoming more and more far-fetched. <laughs> um, I, I was that guy today, you know, uh, sometimes in the test, there's someone who disrupts everyone else i had a coughing i had a coughing fit about halfway through one of the sections and the lady had to was it the listening section no it wasn't luckily it wasn't it was really section but the lady had to come over and then she told me she said oh do you have any drink do you have any tea or something so i had yeah i had a little bit i started to like down it and she was like stop stop drinking so fast why? Because she wanted to save it. I think she just thought that I was going to like spit everywhere if I started drinking <laughs> too much. <laughs> the guy sat next to me made the, the rookie mistake of... I saw him when he handed one of his sheets of paper in. It's a multiple choice test. You know, you put the circles in the, in the, in the things. Um, yeah. And he, he'd only... When he handed his paper over, he'd only filled in half the form. Oh. You're thinking, that's got to be the first thing you do, isn't it? Yeah, like, any that you don't know, just take a random circle don't you i mean that must be the first thing you teach your kids at school right yeah multiple choice if you haven't got any ideas try and discount the ones that you definitely know it's not and then uh you're gonna gamble on the ones that you possibly could be educated guess or, yeah. or the old uh 
two two four two method as I did today. <laughs> <laughs> did anybody get a, a red card or a yellow card? Because when I did it, like if you if you do anything wrong in the test, you get um, like a warning and then you can get kicked out. I remember I was doing it like level five, so the most basic level, which means that most people can't speak Japanese to a high level, and all the instructions are throughout are just in proper full on Japanese. And so they put the papers down, and this guy in front of me just started writing his name on. This girl behind him put her hand up and grasped him up, and he just got kicked what? out. Yeah, no way. I remember. Thinking, oh, I was like, oh, everyone was just like, "You evil bitch!" Like, it's got nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with her. It's not like just because he failed, you're now going to get more of a chance to pass. It's not how it works, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, did anybody get kicked out? No, I no. Doing M one, you did hope that people's behaviour was uh, yeah, mo- pretty mostly, good. Yeah, the everyone was pretty well behaved. There was um, well, there was a few people after. There was two sections of the test. After the first section, a few people didn't come back. So oh, obviously- yeah. <laughs> that's always a good one. Yeah. yeah, I tell you what, I've got here. I've got the list of things that are considered uh, red and yellow cards. Do you want to? I'll, I'll tell you something, and you tell me if you think it's. Is this going to be more interesting than counting toothbrushes? Reading Marge- a list of rules. Do you know what? We got we got an email off a listener the other day. He said that the toothbrush counting was the most interesting part of the show. <laughs> oh good. I say I say he, it was my it was my mother. <laughs> right. She said stop she says stop letting John bully you. <laughs> um I'll tell you, I will tell you um I'll tell you a rule. You tell me if you break this rule whether you do you think you should get a yellow or a red card for it. Whether I think you should or whether officially you will. Oh yeah, okay. Whether officially you will. Oh, yeah. okay, all right. So, speaking without permission during the test. Oh, I think, uh, I think you get two warnings. So, a yellow card. It is a yellow card. Yeah. Any attempt to copy the contents of the question book booklet and or answer sheets onto something. Ah, oh, it's got to be straight red. That's a yellow. Is it? Huh? Yeah. Referring to a cheat sheet or reference book or using a mobile phone <laughs> during the examination. That's got to be a straight red. That is a straight red. Uh, <laughs> um, continuing to write on the answer sheet after instructions to stop writing. Uh, yellow. I think I've it seen is. somebody do that. Like yeah, that is panic. yellow. Well, that was the guy next to me who I said he hadn't finished his thing. He realised he hadn't at the end. And he was going <laughs> at full speed. Poor bloke. <laughs> one more, one more. Giving yeah. answers to other examinees using gestures or finding out answers from other examinees. <laughs> it's got to be a straight red. I uh, know. It's not. It's a yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> so in, the- in theory, you could kind of go, Oi, what have you got? That's a yellow card. And then when he turns around and does the B sign, <laughs> that's also just a yellow card for him. But you'd uh, get two all- because it's- cause you're receiving the answer as well. No, but if you're just looking... if. Somebody just put the hand... If you've got a whole group of people to agree to do it... I mean, it's easier if you just study than organise a mass cheat. <laughs> Girls and boys. Of de- sort of defeats the point. Well, some people yeah. are probably... I-, I was taking it, like, just for fun, really. <laughs> like, weird yeah. sadomasochistic fun. But some people are taking it, like... And their visa relies on it and things like that. So, then yeah. for them, it probably is worth cheating. And then they end up in a job where they need it. And they can't do it, and somebody dies. <laughs> yeah. Then they get, then the visa's not 
Well, the visa's revoked after they've done 20 years in prison, Japanese prison. <laughs> that, that, that's why I'm glad nothing serious is reliant on my job. <laughs> anyway, what's on today's show? Yeah. Oh, in fact, I'm excited about what's on today's show because I've written some jokes for the first time yeah. in a few months. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's uh, there's a Christmas hamper full of goodies. Uh, this is very loosely a Christmas-based show. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, because next week I'm drinking, so... Uh, yes, and then we're all drinking. So, yep. So what's on this Christmas hamper full yes. of nonsense? So, in, as you say, in this hamper full of nonsense, in this hamper full of Christmas nonsense, we have so much. We have the burning question. We have a brand new Christmas cracker joke game uh, and a whole lot more. But of course, first, this. This is JNSNJ News. Okay, so Sam, what have you got for us? Well, this news story, um, its uh, I wanted to find a festive news story, but I couldn't. So the only thing that connects this with Christmas festivities is uh, a certain colour that kind of uh, is common to both of these themes. Uh, this is a story from Japan, and... Yeah, I'm just going to start reading it. It's from, I've got the, uh, (laughs) I was going to read the headline, but I think I'll just go straight into the article. This is from Japan Today. It starts with, a Japanese department store is reconsidering a plan for employees to wear badges. What kind of badges do you think this might be? A department store. A Japanese department Uh. store is reconsidering a plan for employees to wear badges. What kind of badges would they make their employees wear? Uh, well, knowing Japan with the patriarchal society, is it to do with uh, if the young females are single? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I mean, you're not a million miles away. Right, like the up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the whole traffic light system, red, yellow and green. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says a Japanese department store is reconsidering a plan for employees to wear badges when they are menstruating. Oh, right. Why is it anybody else's business? This plan was originally aimed at fostering sympathy among co-workers, but has since triggered public outcry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that bit, just imagine, imagine if your boss was a woman and she was just an absolute cow, and then you accidentally said, have you forgot to put your badge on today? <laughs> just just get How much fucking... St- <laughs> Oh, what a rubbish idea. Who came up with that? Some 70-year-old Japanese man. <laughs> well, well I'll, I'll have to continue with the story. <laughs> the Daimaru Umeda department store in Osaka said on Thursday that it had hoped to encourage bonding by having menstruating staff wear a badge featuring an existing manga character named Seiri-chan, loose, <laughs> loosely translated oh. as Miss Period. <laughs> One of my favourite Mr. Men characters. <laughs> a male executive uh, who declined to be named said, we have received many complaints from the public. Some of them concerned harassment and that was definitely not our intention. We are reconsidering plans now. <laughs> the Daimaru executive said the store had not intended to make the badge compulsory. Well, I mean, if they had made it compulsory, who's going to be checking, you know what I mean? This is bizarre. <laughs> And then after this article, there's uh, a, a a kind of tsunami of comments uh, <laughs> with uh, with things. But one of them, and this this was quite uh, a lot of the comments are like what are going along the lines of what you said earlier. You know, what seventy year old man came up with this idea? But someone has delved <laughs> a little bit deeper, and uh, right. 
Hiragino4410 on the comments has said, this was actually proposed by a female employee. Right. Yeah, the female employees uh, said in a Japanese newspaper, uh, translated, I want to promote people's understanding of menstruation. Should just tie a little, tie a little bell to the tampon string. <laughs> <laughs> after the... Uh... After the mass outcry, did the uh, did the executive decide it was a bloody mistake? <laughs> uh, I'm so regretting this choice of story. <laughs> that was J and S in J News. Ho ho ho! Santa here. I just wanted to get a message out to all the mums and dads out there. I've noticed that the treats that you have been leaving out for me over recent years have been getting worse. Traditionally, people would leave out milk and cookies. But these days, I'm not even getting that. Last year, one bitch left me a satsuma and a glass of vegetable juice. Do I look like the kind of person who drinks vegetable juice, for fuck's sake? So let me just clarify what's acceptable. Firstly, the reindeer don't need your manky old carrots. And I don't like the implication that you're making by leaving food out for them. You think I don't take care of my animals? Next, the things you leave out for me. Soft drinks are not my thing. I'm a morbidly obese man with a red nose. Read between the lines. 52 proof or I'm off in a poof. If you catch my Tokyo Drift. But don't be leaving out that mulled wine crap. It's bad hot and it's horrendous cold. Now food. Obviously, I'm not that picky. But let's make it sweet. But a quick note for the Japanese. No sweet bean paste. No one likes that dry-ass shit. Not even you. Follow these simple instructions and Santa may well leave you a lovely little present. Fail to do so and I'll get Rudolph to take a hot dump down your rain pipe. Merry Christmas. So, John, it's time for the uh, Christmas cracker joke game, but I don't have a jingle for it, so I just thought that I would sing the jingle now. Because you, you love singing yes. musical comedy and just crowbar that yes. in. My favourite kind of comedy. You, Go on you, you may say that I, I haven't put that much uh, effort into this one. John and Sam, John and Sam. Hang on a sec. Do me to do the music? Do me to do that? Is that going to help you out? You do the music and I'll do the John and Sam. All right. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> Fucking quality podcast in this. Give me, give me a countdown okay. then. Three, two, one. John and Sam. John and Sam. John and Sam. That's it. I thought you were going to sing some... Uh, interesting words about the game. No, 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 no. I was just gonna go. 
I literally go. I do. Let. I no. We gotta keep that in now. <laughs> Send that to the podcast awards. Yeah, hey, up there with the toothbrushes. Right. Let's just. So what? How is this a game, by the way? So oh, I thought yeah. the game is that you tell me your the setup for your joke. If I can guess the punchline, I get a point. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine, so, mine are fucking rubbish. But God, I have well, to say, I, in, in all honesty, there's a couple of them that which. I am adamant that I've never heard them before, but, you know, 39 years puns. on this planet. Yeah, yeah the yeah, Christmas yeah. puns, so there's a chance that somebody else has already made this. If it is a joke steal, I apologise, but I have written these genuinely uh, without Google or any other sort of joke book. These are all... I would like to make exactly the same caveat. I've purposely not Googled Christmas jokes just in case that anything was... Uh, thing. Yeah, but it's a Christmas pun, so... One of mine is slightly racist. <laughs> Ex- excellent. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not sure about this episode. <laughs> um, right, so the quick summary. The premise is, John will tell me the setup for a joke. If I get the punchline, I get one point, and then I return the favour. We've got five jokes each. We may cancel it after three jokes, depending on how we go. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Uh, well, okay. I mean, this is awful. How did the Japanese person describe their Christmas gift in English? I've got a feeling this is the racist one. It is, yeah. <laughs> Start at the bottom, um, then hopefully by the end. Um, oh, I don't know. How did the Japanese person describe their Christmas gift? It's pleasant. <laughs> oh, that that joke is itself fairly pleasant. Yeah, see, yeah it's not yeah. really racist, but I think that's a genius joke. It's 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 gentle. It's gentle. <laughs> yeah, gentle racism. Not that we're a fan of either. But anyway, go on. Uh, what's your first one? What did Rudolph say when his wife asked him about the weather? It's rain, dear. <laughs> Bravo! Okay, <Yeah>. now. <laughs> <laughs> your turn. Uh, your turn. <laughs> what sport do bad-mannered reindeer play? Bad mannered reindeer. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know. Rude golf. Yes. <laughs> Good. Why did Father Christmas's wife have scratches on her back after sex? Santa's claws. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> well, I, I was going more with because Santa Claus. Oh, okay, because Santa Claus. Yeah, that's but good. I, that's much better. I'll, yeah, I'll give, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. All right. Uh, what does what Santa's wife say when she wants to go for a wee in the middle of the movie? A wee in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Um. I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't know. What does Santa's wife say when she wants to go for a wee in the middle of the movie? Santa, pause. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. I think the word movie threw me there a bit because I was thinking more cinema. Oh, right. I yeah, should have said, yeah. TV DVD. show or something. Yeah, DVD. DVD would have been. Uh, if it's DVD, I reckon I would have got it. I'll give myself a point then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is Christmas. Uh, thank you. Nice present. Uh, right. What do you call a snowman who deals cocaine? Blowman. Oh, yes. Frosty the Blowman. 
<laughs> right. Okay. This this one is fucking right. What was the newspaper headline <clears throat> when Santa's helpers were brawling with the paparazzi in Graceland? <laughs> <laughs> So hang on, say that again. So what was the newspaper headline when Santa's helpers were brawling with the paparazzi in Graceland? Oh, okay. I mean, what I really want is to pause the podcast, think about this for five minutes, because it's a thinker. (laughs) I can't come up with the answer straight away. Uh, Obviously, elf is instead of Elvis. Paparazzi would be elf. uh, elf. In, In Graceland... Yeah. Uh, elf. I don't know. I can't quite get it. Go on. What is it? Elfish press melee. <laughs> oh, oh my it, How do you God. pronounce the word melee? I say melee. Some people say melee. melee. <laughs> yes. So elvish press melee. El- I, for me, elvish press melee. <laughs> what did? What did the stupid monster want for Christmas? Ooh, what did the stupid monster want for Christmas? Uh, an Easter egg? I don't know. Frankincense. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> um, this one is a proper science geek joke, which I'm not expecting you to get. What is the organism scientifically known as Troculus hispidus? Favourite Christmas song? <laughs> <laughs> um, it must be. It's a mollusk. What? How do you say it again? Trusk. Troculus hispidus. Troculus hispidus. Hispidus. It's a. Um, hispidus. It's a mollusk. That's. I can't tell you what it is without giving away the answer. So. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Jingle shells. Ooh, close. All right. Uh, it's hairy snail in New York. Because uh, Troculus hispidus is the is also known as the hairy snail. There we go. Oh, <laughs> I really, really feel like we should have made this three jokes each. <laughs> well, I think that my last two be genius. Uh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> uh, well, I think they'll they'll appeal to people like Pete who appreciate a good quality pun. <laughs> a lovely pun. Yeah. So you've got one last one. What do a male pig and a Christmas tree have in common? Male pig and a Christmas tree have in common. Pig and a Christmas tree. Ah, I don't know, go on in. They're both adorned with baubles. <laughs> that is rubbish. <laughs> that, that, that's fucking brilliant. I'm saving the best till last. Baubles. <laughs> oh, baubles. Right, okay, sorry. I thought it said baubles. I was like, oh, right, baubles. Baubles. Oh no, that is good. That is very yeah. good. Yeah, I like that. Thanks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's yeah. going in my set for this weekend. <laughs> right. I think you just have to make sure you enunciate it clearly. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, well, I think uh, was it two one to me or three two? Yeah, but I think the the real listener in this game is the listener. The real listener in this game is the listener. I'm oh, sorry. The real winner in this game. <laughs> I think the real winner in this game is the listener. Have you just said that again because you're going to edit out the bit where you said the listener is the listener? It's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, what we should do is uh, get the listeners to uh, send, if you retweet reply, which one do you think was the best? There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't forget, uh, it was Boar Balls. 
baubles. <laughs> El fish press milly. <laughs> it's it doesn't even work. It's Millet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And on a separate Twitter poll, do you pronounce it Millie mil- or Millie? <laughs> it's Millie, isn't it? But let's be honest, I was just trying to fucking crowbar it in. <laughs> John and Sam in Japan. One is funny. One is funny looking. In Japan, one of them is funny, one is funny looking. Which is which, you decide. Yo, Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two Prince took a shit over a cup of tea Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please But there's someone else cooking in the kitchen Could someone answer the burning question? Time for the burning question. This episode's burning question is What is the most rock and roll thing you've ever done? John, has anyone been in touch? Uh, yeah, well, so Sarah got in touch via Twitter. She said she uh, rolled her car and then climbed out completely unscathed. <laughs> but Which... I really hope she was wearing like a white vest like Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, rolling your car and walking away unscathed is quite a uh, rock and roll <laughs> sort of um, thing, isn't it? James from Ireland got in touch. He said the most rock and roll thing he's done recently was have marshmallows in his hot chocolate. So, <laughs> something I can really relate to. And something that's going to be happening shortly in my own household. Uh, Tom got in touch on Facebook. He said he uh, had sex, then left, and within 30 minutes was having sex with a random stranger, which <laughs> yeah. that is, yeah, is no, rock and roll. It's also disgusting behaviour, yeah, Tom. I mean, li- literally just boasting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Michael, um, Michael from England got in touch. Uh, he said the most rock and roll thing he's ever done is to go into a jeweler's, buy a Rolex watch on his credit card. <laughs> but he makes a note at the end of it saying, completely 100% could not afford it. <laughs> how about how about you? Loads of, I don't know. See, it's the difference between rock and roll and just insane behaviour, isn't it, really? <laughs> yes. I remember once when I was in Australia, I went to a, like a festival and there was an after party in a posh uh, sort of bar nightclub thing. And I knew my friend managed to climb up onto a balcony and then through a toilet window uh, to get into this party. Then we got to the bar and realised we couldn't really afford any drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of walked out. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Which is not really rock and roll, is it? No, but um, mo- I mean... The beginning of the story is not rock and roll, and the end of the story is not rock and roll. But that that thin slither in the middle where you're in that bar, yeah. that's rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, there were some uh, famous sort of artists from the festival there, so I saw them. Uh, I once had, uh, when I was about 17, I went to a festival in England, and I had I was in I was watching Daft Punk, and I ended up this guy got onto my shoulders. And I lifted him up for some strange reason. And uh, this guy was on my shoulders for a while. An hour later, I went and he turned out he was the session guitarist for The Prodigy. Oh, right. So I've had him on my shoulders. That's quite rock and roll. 
Yeah, I mean, if it was a, that he, the guy with the hair from the Prodigy... You mean Keith, who killed himself last this year? Yeah. That one, Yeah, that guy. Look, <laughs> stop, could you stop highlighting my lack of knowledge about popular culture? <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Grandad? Well... Have you, have you thought about the one that I was hinting at? Um... Well, I it did it did did that story happen at the beach? Yeah, there yeah. we go. So yeah, I think I do. I mean, I'll I'll let you tell the listeners. Uh, well, we were just it was uh, in summer down by the beach. They put up all the beach bars, and we were spent an afternoon drinking. And uh, then we were walking back, and there was a private party in one of these beach houses. And for some reason, they decided they wanted me and Sam to come in. And then they decided that they were going to give us drinks and get us on stage to sing the Beatles, at which point Sam <laughs> emptied a pint over his head on stage to get the crowd going. And then we did a an awful version of Hey Jude, which a room full of Japanese people... I think it was a record executive's party, wasn't it? For yeah, some it was. strange reason. Never got a recording contract out of it, did we? <laughs> well, not yet, uh, not yet. But they haven't heard yeah. our Jingle Bells uh, jingle yet, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's get that to Christmas number one. <laughs> so, yeah, that was quite rock and roll, wasn't it? That was uh, rock and roll, actually, yeah. We did a good yeah. job there. Oh, back yeah. in the day. <laughs> back in the day for marriage and kids and pay loss. Yeah. And bad <laughs> hips, as you mentioned last time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, for, for me, like, actually, uh, taking the, you know, uh, highlighting my lack of knowledge about popular culture, I actually, my story um, happened at a, a gig too. So, my uh, old football coach, uh, his son, uh, is the lead singer of the Beautiful South, uh, and he was the lead singer of the House Martins, a British, some yeah, f- oh, right. yeah, really popular British band. And, Paul uh, Heaton. Paul Heaton, yeah. So because uh, I knew his dad, he got us tickets to one of his gigs, and we got backstage passes and all that stuff. So we went to the gig. We're like right at the front, and then we went back to the VIP room after. And there was like the band was there and free booze and everything. And I was with a few friends, and uh, we met the band. So that was like you know, oh, you know, been this pretty rock and roll in the VIP room. But we <laughs> yeah. were, we were like eight, seven, eighteen probably, and uh, we couldn't like get past the free bar so we when when we left that place like there was four of us and we all just were chink like chinking down the corridor (laughs) we were all clinking down the corridor like clink 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 and we got the bus we got the bus home and we each had like seven or eight bowls of and i do i remember it because i was so disappointed really it was budweiser Yeah, so I went to a VIP party and stole the free beer. Robbed it. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm just so glad that you changed the word chinking to clinking because I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> you and your friends chinking down the corridor. I'm like, right, where's he going with this? Oh, no. Dod- dodgy episode, <laughs> this one. <laughs> yeah. And that's all for today's show. That just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who's been involved. Uh, thanks to uh, everyone who got in touch for the burning question. Thanks to Ruben VM for providing the music all the way through this year again. He's ensured me that there's going to be more live music coming from him very soon. He'll be getting a little chuckle out of that, I'm sure, as he listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> and 
But most of all, thanks to you, the lovely listener. Yeah, thanks to you, the listener. Uh, remember to get in touch with which one of those puns you thought was the best. <laughs> Ball and balls. Balls. <laughs> What? Uh, okay, so next episode's burning question is: What's the worst thing that's happened to you over the Christmas sort of New Year's holidays? <laughs> let's let's uh, start the year with some cheerful misery. <laughs> I can't wait for you to make me feel better about myself, listener. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you're just going to stitch me up with a bloopers reel <laughs> next episode. Yeah, listener, make sure you listen to the next episode because there is definitely some things you need to hear. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's all. All right. Catch you later. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy. Not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favorite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family Or even the people you're married You should join in Answer the burning questions Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.